It's Top 5 at 5. Quitting time on your Thursday, 5 o'clock here on Fan Run Radio. Russell Smith, Houston and Bear, back with you. Tucker Harlan is in the Top 5 at 5, brought to you this afternoon by Parkside Kia, where we'll be mañana for a live edition of The Drive. Come on out and see us. Thank you, Russell. At number one, the idea of a 14-team college football playoff starting in the 2026 season was discussed at college football playoff meetings in Dallas on Wednesday, just months before the start of the first season with a 12-team playoff. CFP Executive Director Bill Hancock acknowledged the idea was discussed but declined to provide specific details, saying there's still work to be done. At least they're talking about it. But I don't know why they're making this weird jump from 12 to 14 when we all know the 16 is the way to go and it's where they're ultimately going to land anyway. Why are we skipping steps? Just go straight to 16 and quit with the foolishness. Feels like we really are hastily throwing this thing together, just kind of making it up as we go along. (laughs) If only we'd had years and years and years to plan. Oh, well, you know, 14, I I guess more is better. More football is is better in in some ways, but 14 is a weird – 12 is a weird number. You want it – 12 is weird. But as soon as you see, oh, the first four buys, okay, that makes perfect sense because then you go from 12, but really it's eight, back to eight, and then those teams get the buy. It makes sense. 14, 14 is going to be weird. Would hate to be teams 15 and 16 in 2026. Yeah. It would be cool, though, to go on a – with King George, or like 16th or so, go on a run all the way to the championship. Oh, yeah. That would be cool. I will oh, I will yeah, say, if if Knoxville, Tennessee ever does host one of these first-round games, oh, could you imagine? I can't. I can't imagine. It would be the, the biggest single event in town, maybe since, what, the World's Fair? Yeah. But single-day event, I don't, I don't think you've ever seen anything like it. This town would explode. How obnoxious would we be? Wow. Biggest biggest day since they introduced the first Chick-fil-A that wasn't inside the mall? I mean, just, <laughs> I don't know. Is there anything that even compares? At number two, for over 11,000 college football players, today is the first chance to opt in to EA Sports' new college football game and get paid for it. Up to 85 players per school will initially appear on rosters in the game, which comes out this summer. All athletes who opt in have their name, image, and likeness appear and will receive $600, plus a copy of the game that's typically valued at $70. Circle still, spin, spin button. I don't know. I haven't played 14 in a while. What's turbo? R2. Hi. Two. I can't remember. That's when offense I, I and got, defense. I think so. Yeah. My my success rate dropped severely. What once, was your uh, strategy defensively? Did you play as a defensive end and try and rush, or did you yes. like play as a safety yes. and try and always defensive end? Me too. I went D tackle. Person was going to least affect <laughs> screwing up. Yeah, that's a good point. And the more buttons that got involved, the, the less fun it was for me. You had like the the two different, you had the triggers, you had the two different buttons on each side, then you had your triangle, your square, your circle, and the whatever. 
Is, is he just covered in cobwebs right now, Tucker? Is, does Bear sound – is he up on the porch? Was that an old man rant for the ages? What console is he referring to? <laughs> if he's talking about I'm the I'm referring to, Atari. like, the ones now. <laughs> no, they, Atari they football was hideous. A lot of buttons did get involved there. No tech mobile. You all didn't sure. suffer. I lived through Atari football. I was on the front lines. Did you play – with the triangle in school where you nudge it and you oh, kick yeah, it. The, absolutely. Oh, yeah, did you, absolutely. Did your generation do that, Tucker? Yeah. Oh, yeah, uh, we, we played paper football. Yeah, okay. we played paper football. Okay. Don't worry. They're still playing paper football. Man, they got to be. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they are. I just remember having epic knockdown dragouts with I, – I can't remember this kid's name. I can see him, though. Seventh grade at Beard Middle Homeroom. We're in that hallway. We put the two desks together. This kid was my nemesis, man. I knew it. Nemesis. You can't remember his name? I can't. I can see him, though. Blonde, very fair skin, lots of freckles. Highly punchable face. He was a nice kid, though. But damn, he was good at that football game. Anyway. At number three, the SEC has fined LSU $100,000 in connection to fans running onto the court after the Tigers' victory over number 17 Kentucky last night, the league announced today. Hundred grand? Yep. Worth it. Is it? If you're a uh, fan, kind of kind of lame though. If you think about that, it. See, I'm with Bear on this one because LSU's had success recently, and yes, I know that's probably the first big win for Matt McMahon down there at LSU. But you know, it, it feels like every time that somebody beats a ranked opponent now at home. They just stormed yeah, the court. I mean, let's, let, let's, let's keep it real. It wasn't like they beat a John Wall Kentucky team or an AD Kentucky team. or That's a, that's a really bad suspect Kentucky team they beat. A little, little out of line if you ask me. I don't, they're, they're just they're underperforming. I mean, Dillingham is fantastic. they got uh, the one Wagner's going to be a first-round pick. That Shepard kid is a – great player they don't have much inside i mean they're lag but everybody lacks inside. like nobody has good inside players except for rick barnes anymore you know well, I, I guess does, UConn's, I, yeah does. I guess, well, okay like i said there's only a handful has, though <laughs> yeah they, i like to call those teams the top five at number four, the Chiefs signed punter Matt Areza, who was dismissed in December from a lawsuit alleging the rape of a 17-year-old girl in 2021. Tommy Townsend, the Chiefs punter in each of the last four seasons, is scheduled to be an unrestricted free agent next month. He was a first-team All-Pro and selected to the Pro Bowl in 2022. If you're wondering, Areza was the guy that they coined the punt god coming out of college and went to the Bills before this whole lawsuit happened. Yeah, good for him. Getting another shot back in the league. I will say, though, for the Chiefs, Tommy Townsend was damn good. Former Vol Tommy Townsend. He had a cup of coffee here, yeah. Yes. Yeah, Vol for a minute. Did then he, he really? Then he joined his brother Johnny down at Florida. Butch Jones signee? I believe so, yeah. I still think uh, – I'd, I'd describe this guy more. It falsely accused. He wasn't even present at the party where this incident allegedly occurred. Mm-hmm. I mean, you want to talk about somebody that got just his whole life just destroyed for something he didn't he wasn't even there awful what happened to that guy was was that last year or two years ago i believe it was two years ago yeah so it cost him two years of you know getting nfl paychecks that's sad man 
And finally at number five, a gang of six alleged armed robbers led by senior citizens in their late 60s and 70s have been arrested in Italy after carrying out several armed burglaries at post offices in Rome. Get the bikes. 70-year-old Italo DeWitt, nicknamed the German, Sandro Baruzzo, <laughs> 68, and 77-year-old Raniero Pula look more like harmless grandpas than hardened criminals, but appearances can be deceiving. Apparently. Yeah. So, what are they? Been, gang been of old folks just burglarizing, just tearing up the streets on their jazzies. So they have a 66-year-old keymaker and two bricklayers who are 51 and 56 years old who help. Sounds them. like the plot to a terrible Ocean's Eleven. Sequel. No, this sounds like uh, the Great Train Robbery. And they were keymaker. They were knocking over <laughs> post office. Yeah, post offices. So. I don't, I don't get that, though. Like, is there a lot of cash on hand at the post office? Am I missing something here? Well, the leaders of this of this group have been doing this since the 1970s, apparently. Really? So these guys are seasoned vets in the, Career criminals. In the post office criminal activity. Age. Yeah. They were unaware that they were under police surveillance during this most recent time where they were arrested. So. Well, I mean, hell, if they've been doing it since the 70s, uh, you know, I could see complacency being an issue. You haven't caught them in 50 years. And they just slowed down, I guess. Huh? Eh. It's so sad. <laughs> it's so, like, it's like sad and great. <laughs> you ever, uh, are you guys, you guys ever watch any Italian cinema? No. <laughs> so I, I remember in college we had to watch, I was a cinema studies minor. Right. I wanted to find something. <laughs> I wanted to find something that was even more worthless than my broadcasting degree. <laughs> Uh, what, what, Can what, you say that again? <laughs> I was a minor cinema minor. studies minor. I want to. I want to go to school. Look on his old man's face uh, was. <laughs> yes, I want to go to school <laughs> to learn how to talk about sports and I'll go watch movies the rest of the time. Hey, hey Pop, I'm I mean, a cinema <laughs> studies minor. That does sound like the dream. And, and, and I, I want to watch movies yeah. and talk about sports I mean, and get I mean, paid. That's for what it. I thought. That's what I thought. <laughs> that was my plan. And. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, if the sports radio thing didn't work out, I was going to be the next Tarantino. Oh, you were going to direct? Knoxville native Quentin maybe, Tarantino. Maybe Ebert? Exactly, Tucker, exactly. Yeah. Following his golden footsteps. But anyway, we Did had to watch to this movie, no. this this film, uh, The Bicycle Thief. It's a very, uh, I'm sure some of our audience is familiar. It's a very You've talked well-known, I've never talked about this, a very well-known film, The Bicycle Thief. And it's like the saddest, most depressing thing you've ever seen. I'll tell you the plot real quick because there's not much to it, but it's like an hour and a half of this. It's like this poor guy and his young son. He's, like, he's got like a seven-year-old son they're with, and he gets this bicycle. And he's bought this bicycle, and it's like all the money, the family. He's going to buy this bicycle, and he's going to be a delivery man on the bicycle. It's like in the 1940s, right? And... They go to celebrate to like a cafe. They're going to have some bread or whatever. And his bicycle gets stolen. They steal the and All his money's tied up in this bicycle, right? And so the, the like 90% of the movie is this old pathetic man and his son searching all over this old Italian town for his bicycle. And they finally find it. And he approaches the thieves, and he's like, that's my bike. And they're like, no, it's not. Get out of here, old man. And he's like, desperate. So he steals it back. He's got the bicycle. He's running with it. 
but a crowd of people find him. They think he's stolen the bicycle thief, so they get him and they beat him up. They take the bicycle back away from him. They curse him. No, yeah. And, uh, and they walk away, and the and the man sits down with his son on the curb and cries, and that's the end of the movie. Good Lord, that is awful. It's awful. It's awful. That's what your story made me think of, the bicycle thief. You're Most depressing dumb. thing. <laughs> probably, the, probably still the second best movie about a bicycle thief. Did you complete your mind program? <laughs> oh, is that a Pee Wee Herman yes! reference? Yes. Let's go. Yes. That was a cool bicycle. And that was a depressing movie. I felt so bad for Pee Wee. He had that terrible dream where they're like performing yeah, surgery on yeah. his bike. That was scary. <laughs> Top five of five brought to you this afternoon by Parkside Kia. We will be out there tomorrow. Me and Cress, Bear won't be there. I'm contagious. Bear's got the COVID again. Man, I had a four. I had a what a three-year streak dodging it, and I've had it twice in six months. Well, you've been you've been out there licking doorknobs, something bear. I had to go to uh, an a uh, I had to go to something on Sunday, and apparently there was there's like ten people coming out of it with COVID, so somebody had COVID there. So, but it's one of those things. I even if I'd known, I probably wouldn't have not gone. Well, well, at least we don't share a small that... space with you on a <laughs> daily basis. I'm sure we're all fine. Yeah, just uh, me and Houston and Tucker looking at each other like, well, who's it going to be? <laughs> Russ, uh, I mean, you're walking up a respiratory infection usually. What? You're constantly. Hey, how yeah, many little... days have you taken off, Chris, since you've been on the show? Zero for sickness. No. No, yeah, there's been one. Something. There was one? There was one. Yeah. Yeah, there was. Last well, week. Yeah, because you ended up, uh, you Skyped in the second day. Yeah, you were sick But the first day you days. were down. Oh, you probably had it. Yeah, I probably gave Point it to your, you. Maybe so. But, yeah, I mean, hell, I'm, I'm done doing that. I'm not, I'm not, you can't just lock yourself away, man. So. Live your like life. I said, it was just something. Come on out to Parkside Kia and. Shake hands with the public tomorrow. Well, no. Now that I know, super now spreader. That got it. I'm contagious. I'm gonna stay home. You monster. Patient zero. <laughs> Come on out. <laughs> no. Sit in the cars and leave <laughs> nah, the COVID in there grab, for all the grab all the steering wheel. Now. Lick the steering wheels in, in, in the showroom. Numbers are way up here in Knox County. Apparently, who knew that? Wash your hands. Don't how do go they, How do they keep numbers? Uh, we don't keep numbers anymore, do we? I didn't think so. No, I mean, I, when I had my when I talked to the doctor earlier, they said that they're seeing a they're seeing a you know, and they know that they're not. It's not just unique to their office. So, they're seeing a spike. Coming up, we'll go open lines the rest of the way here. If you want to jump in, take a shot. Eight six five five four six eight two zero zero five four six eighty two hundred. Tennessee basketball welcomes Texas A and M. Big revenge game. Coming up Saturday night at the arena, we will talk about that. If you're just joining us, big announcement off the top of the show this afternoon, Fan Run Radio will be your home for Atlanta Braves baseball this year. Very excited to add the Braves to our programming lineup. And the first game is here in about five weeks. So we are looking forward to partnering up with the Atlanta Braves 
this year. Got to take a quick timeout. More Fan Run Radio coming up. Stay with us. Back with more after this. The Drive. It's time for the North Knox Siding and Windows High School. Fan Run Radio, the drive continues. Yeah, no way to keep the fans off the court when you hit a buzzer beater like LSU did last night. That's just a hundred grand automatic. Yeah. Did if you they, guys see the video? From, if they had uh, just Kentucky? grinded them up and, and won that game by eight or nine points, they yeah. probably don't do yeah, it. Yeah, they don't. But, I mean, it's, that's one of those, like, what, what a way to win. A lot of emotion. Yeah. What video, Bear? Uh, From the KSR bar. Okay, <laughs> bar. I've been there. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Good. Um It's fine. You're in orange? Uh was I did have some orange with me, yes. Yes. There were other people in there wearing orange. So What's the food like? It's all right. It's typical sports bar food. Good burgers and wings. Yeah. Stay stick to the classics. I got relatives that are Kentucky fans, so I met them up there before the game. I knew there was something wrong with you. Yeah. A few things wow, you made it this me. long. We finally finding this out. Well, huh. I got relatives that are associated with other SEC schools. I mean, I got oh, relatives. Really? I got relatives that are the members of the Gump Clan down there in Alabama. Oh, Black Lung Harlan over here. <laughs> well, I mean, if we're being honest, on a truthful Thursday, Russ has got LSU people in his family. I've got. I mean, man, you know, I had a kid with a Bammer. Roll down tide. Roll down tide. The Ole Miss influence is heavy in my family, too. I'm trying to think. My family is Tennessee. All the way through? All the way. I've got uh, hmm. a couple of Duke fans in my family. Big Duke fans. Big Dukies. A bigger than of, Hudson? A couple of Tar Holes. Oh, yeah. Way bigger. Why is Hudson refresh, Why is Hudson a Duke fan? There, there, there are a couple of those guys around. That I think just, when he was growing up, Tennessee just got basketball. into it. Yeah. yeah. That's what it always is with Duke. They're always on TV. They always have the primetime uh, games. Brent Hubbs is like that. Yep, well, yep. Yeah, he grew up uh, being a Duke fan, like ten- East Tennessee guy. Mm-hmm. But I, I think when, when you're young, you have like offshoots of your fandom. Like you can be a Tennessee. F- like I had before um, Charles Woodson. I had like I was a huge fan of the Fab Five in Michigan basketball. I loved them, and Charles Woodson kind of ruined that. We lived in Ann Arbor for two years. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. How was Ann Arbor? I was so young. I don't. Oh, okay. re- I just remember snow. It was cold. <laughs> that checks out. You you never had any flirtation with any other college fan base. Fair Houston. Um. Since I was UT, I've always had like there were other teams, no SEC school I'd ever root for, but I, I would. Uh, there were some teams like that I would pull for if they're like in bowl games or stuff. You know, it'd be teams like that. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I did like the. Uh, it's not an SEC team, but when Calvin Johnson played for Georgia Tech. I always liked watching him play. I always I, root for Georgia Tech. Yeah, my, my in-laws live in Fort Worth, Texas, so I find myself following TCU. Like, I don't know <laughs> that I root for them, but I just kind of, like, pay attention Keep to them more than yeah, I otherwise. Yeah. Same thing with LSU because they're all Louisiana people. 
Yeah, I mean, the other thing for me, like when I was a little kid, like the games that were on were usually it was like USC. I saw a lot of USC and UCLA when I was, you know, on ABC. They played the Pac-12 and you'd see the Big Ten. I always hated Ohio State because my cousins were in my aunt and uncle or Ohio. But mainly like USC, UCLA, the LA teams. Tennessee truth teller Trey is next. What's up, Trey? What's up, fellas? How's everybody doing today? Doing well. Hope you are. Yeah, I will be tomorrow. I'm on day three of a hunger strike. So really, I am. Uh, what are we protesting? Yeah, my own obesity. <laughs> <laughs> so you're so you're just gonna this starve yourself for three days? You fasting? No, I have. Yeah, I'm doing a, a three day. I'm just having a couple of those uh, premier protein shakes God, a day. That sounds just, terrible. Uh, it's been rough. It is. It rough. is. But I'll tell you what it does, man. If you can stick to it for like three days, your stomach shrinks back down, and it helps you when you start a diet. I always found uh, that's the most success I ever had, because your stomach that's shrinks back bear. down and you feel a lot fuller, eating a lot less. Exactly. That's 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 the whole plan. So tomorrow starts my diet. No, I found myself earlier in the week. I had uh, went to Fuji's. They're opening, polished off a hibachi meal, and then my wife brought home a Domino's and I ate half a large pizza. And I'm like, all right, something, something, something's got to change. You're hating yourself. <laughs> Man, Fuji's. Yeah, I haven't, was, I got to make that trip soon. I haven't been out there in a while. Ooh, tomorrow might be a good day. Extra shrimp sauce. Oh, Where is this They just at? put it on the table? Yeah. It's in that weird the stretch. The old Dairy of, Queen. Is that what it is? Farragut. It used to be a Dairy Queen. Yeah. yeah. It's that weird stretch hmm. of Kingston Pike between, yeah, like Bearden and Farragut. I guess it's where the yeah. transition is. I can literally uh, eat like a uh, like like a, an entire bucket of hibachi. You just put it in a big uh, giant a bowl. Bucket like a, a KFC bucket. Here's your bucket of hibachi, fat ass. <laughs> Have fun with that. Never seen it served you can that never way. Never go get it. <laughs> no. I bring it home. You dump it in a big mixing bowl. You stir it all up. And eat it. It's still flaming as it goes in there. Uh-huh. It's still yeah. flaming as it falls into the bucket from the uh, grill they cook it on. No, like when I go get it, like no. if I if I go get like to go or something, you bring it home, you just put it, it in a giant a, bowl, you stir it all up, it take a shrimp a sauce and boom boom sauce, whatever that stuff's called. <clears throat> shrimp sauce. Great. I mean, if you're in East Tennessee, yeah, but you got to mix it up. My my brother is disgusting watching him eat it. He's he's skinny, believe it or not, but it, it is literally you know half shrimp sauce when he's done with it. Oh, nobody will top I mean. Nate Hodges. I have never in my life seen. So much shrimp sauce on hibachi plates. It doesn't matter where we go. He has to, like, you know what, like wasabi, they'll fill those little square yeah. ramekins up. He's like, yeah, just just things. leave the, the tub pour of pour? it. Oh, my. It's yeah. un, it's unbelievable. It, I mean, it's just. <laughs> he asked him to leave that giant speed, that gallon? Yes, it looks like, uh, like clam chowder by the time he's done pouring that sauce all over you it. You know what I haven't oh. had in forever that I actually love is hibachi factory. Mm-hmm. That, it's I, I know I know it's like low rung like that's the cheapest hibachi you could get oh it's affordable it, it, yeah. so it's it's <laughs> I love it. it's good. I, I like hey, hibachi hey. factory pro tip about hibachi factory do not sleep on their chocolate silk pie that is some of the best pie you'll ever eat in your life keep that in mind yeah well anyway uh, after that that deviation. Guys, I was terribly disappointed watching that Alabama Florida game last night. I, I oh. hung on for dear life. 
Freaking Florida too. Like the one time we get on their side on their yep. band, we need their help. They're they're coming through. Like we're rooting for Florida, and we feel terrible about that. It's just it was such a disgusting feeling, only to be disappointed at the end. Just oh, those guys, man. Oh, I hate them. Go Gator. Just the worst. Their their coach, by the way. I mean, I've never really paid attention to him, but he is the most unlikable but yet perfect for Florida coach. I mean, he just looks like a giant douche. I mean, <laughs> you just yeah, you you know you're if they ever get good, you're going to hate that guy's guts. And, it, I, and I don't it, know, it, are they, like they might be? I I don't know. Like they they look pretty good last night, and they've they've. They've, They've turned it on better. a little bit lately. Uh, yeah, ne- needed him to take care of business last I night. I see what you're saying. Uh, I don't know if he behaves like that necessarily, uh, like a Nate Oates, for example. <sighs> Both what of them. What a thoroughly repugnant human being that guy is. A complete slime ball. I mean, it looks like a, I don't know, some kind of greasy used car salesman yeah. in his plaid suit. Yeah, we haven't even discussed that awful suit he was wearing last night yet. What do I got to yeah, do to get uh, you in this gremlin? Uh, I'll tell you right now, our math, our meth-addled uh, cousins up north uh, would do any. That's who they want. If you go on Rupps or Afters, they're all about some Nate Oats up there in Kentucky. I mean, it's just a perfect would. match tray of soulless, win-at-all-cost, completely morally bankrupt fans and coach. Yeah. I, I couldn't. I couldn't agree more. I mean, he's a match made in heaven for for Kentucky, or for for Alabama. I mean, both of those fan bases are kind of the same uh, when it just just different sports. But uh, guys, on the, on the way out, Bear, how is uh, how is the, the 2024 iteration of COVID? I haven't had it in a couple of years. Yeah. It's it's a really bad cold. I mean, you can't get much more. I mean, I'm in the high risk group for it, but I mean, it's it's just a really bad cold, and you gotta. The biggest pain is you gotta. You know, they they would like for people just to, you know, once you once you know you have it, you're supposed to stay home. So. Well, but, Bear, I hope you get to feeling better, buddy. Hi, uh, guys. I'm gonna go uh, chug a bottle of Nyquil, because then I can eat tomorrow. That sounds so, like a really healthy. I, yeah, I love you too, buddy. Empty stomach, chug a bottle of NyQuil. Trey, just making a series of really puzzling bad health decisions. Yeah, that doesn't sound... That's a good way to see some really weird stuff. Go overdosing (laughs) on dextromorphan. What? Come on. You guys act like you didn't robo? What? You guys have never heard of people doing that? Robo trip? Yeah. I've heard of it. In a rap yeah. song, I don't know what it is. Enlighten you ever us. Saw do that at UT? I did. No, we just like bought savages. shrooms from the guy down the hall <laughs> and the uh, the tie dye shirt. You, it was a little bit different back in the eighties when Nancy Reagan was running the White House for us. Just say no is a thing, okay? It wasn't like the free love nineties. Showed up on camp 98. You've been spoiled your entire life. Freshman year is 1998. Yeah. Hey, man, those cinema studies classes weren't as easy as you thought. I took one cinema studies class. Hated it. 
I mean, what well, did you? I mean, did, did you? They ever make tell you watch Citizen Kane and like, a bunch of old movies. Well, see, here's the thing: it was not that necessarily. It was because we did watch Citizen Kane. It was just like there was this one movie from. I think it was Mexico or something. The whole thing was just basically black and white, and it's Subtitles. basically just panning across the room. It's like a weird art film. Oh, uh, yeah, those were rough. Yeah. How long was it? It's like two hours. Of, of just panning? Just no. panning. Good God. Wasn't there, was, there an Andy Warhol movie called Sleep, and it was just a camera set on a guy sleeping for eight hours? Yeah. I mean, I, I wouldn't art, watch that. Uh, I've, I've heard of it. How artsy. Yeah. Yeah, art for art. So I can't believe that guy was a gazillionaire before he died. The coolest uh, one of those that that I ever saw, um, and most of them suck. But there was one that we saw, and I can't remember what it's called. It's probably online somewhere. Uh, but it was uh, this Chinese like uh, performance artist did a thing where every hour for a year it was like called like it's called time code or something. I'm sure you can find it on YouTube. And every hour for a year. He would punch a time clock. Maybe it was called time clock. And he'd punch a time clock and take a picture of himself. Like a just profile picture, almost mm-hmm. like a mugshot. And he, he did this for a year. And I, and I think he was bald at the beginning. But he did it every year. So he never slept for a year like more than 59 minutes. That's insane. That's, that, that can't be healthy. It, no, it, it's insane. And, and he couldn't have left the room. Like he had to stay there. So, I mean, I guess that's the point of it is like the commitment that he made for a year to do this. But so every – so he would take a picture. It's just a frame, you know, and it's like 24 frames per second is the rule of mm-hmm. television. So every second would be a day. So it's 365 seconds. And you see it – it's almost like stop motion mm-hmm. where his hair grows rapidly – out into like a full beard it was it was kind of cool no what's this what was it do you remember i'll, I'll see if i can name? find it and no i don't remember his name it's some chinese guy i think stop motion can be very cool but it is very hard to make it's like the the south park guys the first south park stuff oh, yeah. was all done classic stop motion they said it would take just months to make one 22 minute episode now they do it on computers and everything Think how long it must have taken to make Snow White. Oh, and they were hand yeah hand painting all those cells. I think it's what they were called cells. Yeah, it's just taking years. Yeah. yeah, insane. That's the the level of art artists they had. Time I always wanted to be able to draw. Piece. Time clock piece is the name of it by Teking Hisia. Okay, I'm sure I nailed that. Yeah, pretty sure. We'll give it to you, it, Chris. You watch it. I will. Pull it up. Wow. <laughs> there is some YouTube guy going, oh, I get many viewers from Knoxville. <laughs> All of a sudden, 2,000 oh, viewers, Knoxville, Tennessee. His name is Sam. <laughs> yeah, Houston. What the hell's wrong with you? That's, Just because he's Chinese, he's got some name like Taking. That's the name of the guy that made the movie, though, right? Yes. Oh, that's not the main now. character. Taking, no, that's him, but he, he Taking goes by Sit. Sam in the documentary. And in 1980, he was going to, he was going by Sam. Okay. So he changed his name from Sam to Taking. 
And I think he probably just stopped going by Sam and Taking was his Taching, whatever it is, was his name all along. Taching? Is that the sound the uh, the time clock made when he punched it? Taching, Shing. Could be Shing. I, I don't I don't know. What do you think he I thought would... of like halfway into the year and he's oh it's a stupid idea. Stupid, stupid. How could I be so stupid? I don't know. I'm surprised. I mean, I'd be surprised if he didn't have like mental problems. Like they say, uh, a lot of those like, artists did. Yeah. Yeah, but no. I mean, I've like you watch videos on Russia or the Soviets experimented with uh, like sleep de- deprivation, like how long somebody could stay awake. You go stark raving mad if you don't go to sleep eventually. I mean, we did that stuff to the guys down in Guantanamo, right? On the black sites. So you see, you you've seen. Um, What's the rendition we, we talked about it last week. What's that? Uh, Zero Dark Thirty. Yeah, yeah. And it would stick you in a box and play Metallica. It was shining lights in your face until you decide to talk. Yeah. There's a crazy good movie called The Mauritanian. Uh, about it's, it's a true story. About a guy about from this. Mauritania? Yeah, that ended up. Um, See what I did there? Mm-hmm. Yeah in Guantanamo Bay. Jodie Foster's in it. She plays this. It's a wild story. It's a true story. It's this lady. She was, uh, she lost a, maybe her husband or her husband or a child in, not, in the nine 11 attacks, but she was this constitutional law attorney and she represented this guy. They called him the Mauritanian in Guantanamo. He's kind of got, maybe got, shouldn't have been there kind of a deal. And you know, all the enhanced interrogation stuff we were doing back then. You like how they renamed that one? Enhanced interrogation. Well, you don't. You didn't like torture. <laughs> I mean, waterboarding, <laughs> keeping people awake all night, making them listen to Metallica. Alex is not buying your story about seeing people drink. Robitussin to have a hallucinatory experience. I don't know what to tell you then, man. It happened. I watched it. I mean, I, I don't think I don't think he's I, I don't think he's denying that. It, I don't think he's denying it happened. I think he's denying that you saw. I think he's saying that you did this. How much How much Robitussin did it take for you to see the walls start melting, Bear? Drink a whole bottle of that. I mean, that if you drink awful. a whole bottle, I've heard. God, that sounds so may, sick. You, uh, you, it's like you're standing behind yourself and a little, little to the side, and you can. I've heard this is what I've heard. It's what you've heard. You, you can kind of watch yourself behave uh, in a in a bizarre. It's it's college, man. Like I said, it was the late '80s, early '90s. Would they mix this with anything, or just drink it straight? Uh, no, you just drink it straight, unless you're talking about lean. Which mm-hmm. you know, you know the Houston. That's that's a big thing in the Houston hip hop scene. Mm. Is but that, they mix that with like Sprite and they yeah, put Jolly Sprite. Ranchers I thought right. This yeah. is related to the Purple Jesus that Lisa told us about. Back I thought, no, I thought no, Purple no, Jesus no. was just Purple wine. Jesus. Purple Jesus was just like whatever alcoholic beverage they could get, pour it into a big cooler. A big cooler. Purple and you Jesus. Cut up a bunch of fruit like moonshine, Everclear. I, you have a minute. I mean, you want it to be well over 100 proof for Purple Jesus. I miss Lisa so much. Maybe the best caller in the history of this show. She just disappeared. 
She did. I wonder what happened to her, man. I hope she's all right wherever she is. If she's listening to this, Lisa, we love you. Hope you're she doing well. She would have ran away with you, dude. She did like her some Russell Smith. Ladies love Russell, Houston. CG's mom, my mom, they all love Russ. Have a way with the older women. What can I say? Congrats. You're a big hit with the blue hairs. Raised right, man. Told, told how to hold open the doors. I always loved that. Like at church growing up, holding open the doors for the old folks. Oh, such a nice young boy. Always made me feel I so good. I still do it. Well, so do I, but I just remember. Yeah. It's a great feeling. It goes back to what we were talking about. You raised right. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot easier to be nice and be friendly to people. <laughs> I'm telling you. You're telling us? <laughs> yeah, situationally. Coming from you, this yeah. is rich. <laughs> no, it just depends on who you are. Like I learned early on, we talked about it recently about that, you know, when you're at the doctor and like I, I, I got a peek at my like master file on the computer and said a pleasant, agreeable patient who uh it was just like this little three sentence blurb where i got like the good seal of approval as a patient hmm. friendly <laughs> i wonder if they write like the opposite of the truth so that if you do find the file no what's wild is my my doctor now he listens to shelly's probably listening right now he listens all the time he'll talk to me about it when i go in to see him it has given me some pause i mean you know he is a drive fan i've tried to tell you like the people that listen to this show i mean have some fairly you know doctors lawyers well-known coaches players former players that listen to this show they hear you (laughs) i know i feel like i've improved a lot over eight years How long has it been since I've had to have a sit-down with anybody? It's been a while, Russ. Been a while. It's been at least four or five years since I've gotten any, any, into any trouble at work. Hmm. Quick timeout. Never get any congratulations for that. Hey, Barry, you're doing a good job. Well, you, you want a you want a attaboy for not screwing up. Most people want attaboys for when when they did something good, like above they, and beyond. Yeah, yeah. yeah, like they brought in a new account to the station, uh, sold some advertising, uh, led a specific hour that got highly rated, lots of listen to. Like you, you want, hey bear, great job not shooting anybody in work today. Here's your gold star. Great job not shutting off power to the entire facility. Really proud of you for that. Great job not cursing out a random listener to the station. We really appreciate that? that, buddy. I don't remember cussing anybody out. I mean, how how far back do we have to go find one of those? Like two weeks? I've never cussed a listener out. I cussed Matt Jones. I'll admit that. Somebody sent me uh, the tape of them last night freaking out about that. Yeah. It's like, and I don't, I don't like to. First of all, I just don't like to listen to other sports radio, but I, I particularly don't like listening to 
like the other right. fan bases melt down just because I feel like it's tempting the wrath of the whatever high atop the thing. <laughs> yeah, to take any pleasure but, in it. A friend of mine said, "Like you got to listen to this." And I was listening, and they're list- they're talking to a caller, and these people are so delusional. Like this caller, he was talking about wanting to hire Scott Drew as the coach, and he was like, "Oh, he's not good enough." And the host is like, "Dude, he's won a national championship. Like, how many guys can you say that? You don't think Scott Drew is good enough for Kentucky?" And but then they started talking about Tennessee. And they were like, well, we don't want to become like Indiana basketball is Tennessee football. And they're like, yeah, Tennessee hasn't won anything. Like they haven't even been to the championship in 25 years. I'm like, well, we've actually been four times, but like, whatever we we've sucked for 50. Like we're, we're aware of this. They're like, Hey, they literally haven't done anything in 25 years. I like, Going eleven and two and winning the Orange Bowl—that that's nothing. Like, I mean, yeah, we haven't won a championship, and we're working on that, and our standards are higher. But just the—that did kind of get me, Maynardville mad. Did you fire it up? They brought their 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 all-time greatest team. They brought in here. Uh, We absolutely—it was one of the most physical, physically punishing games Tennessee's ever had against Kentucky. And we were coached by Jeremy Pruitt. And I, the I don't best even best team. I, I like I don't even care about it because they would say, "Oh, that's pathetic." Like we suck. Like that's that's mm-hmm. the mind of the Kentucky fans. Like we suck. And you're comparing ourselves to us. <laughs> and it's like, no, I. That's a insignificant game for Tennessee in the last five years. It's only fun to troll you with, but like our big wins are over Alabama and Georgia on the Hail Mary and beating Clemson in in the Orange Bowl. Like that's. That's what we've done. But they're right. We have a championship, and we, we need to do that. And hopefully, I feel like we got a this pretty good – This is the year. Yeah, well, I feel like the next two years, we need to we need to do something. We need to hang a banner, win some hardware. Not to put any pressure on our boy, Mr. Heupel, but – No, nah, he wants it to. It's about time. He knows it. That, that's the thing you love. He's, yeah. not, like, he's not like Butch who's going to – Don't say championship. Don't put that on us. Yeah, it's yeah. one day at a time. Heupel's like, hell – I want to win a championship. We ain't done nothing yet. Quick timeout. The drive continues. Back to wrap things up right after this. The drive. We met. Fan Run Radio. The drive continues. Wrapping up on a Thursday afternoon slash evening edition of the show overtime headed your way next on many of these fan run affiliates coming up tomorrow gearing up for a big weekend go catch up with our boy logan quinton we got albany coming is that it yeah albany from what i've seen this team a has not played a game yet and b their record last season was nine and 34 and they might have played like rutgers in a midweek game who was that team that came in year before last? Iona. Iona, not Siena. It was Iona. Iona. Ten, we just, oh, God. The Gales. Just three barrel jobs to the point where it was, is this even <laughs> Is this helping good for anyone? No, yeah. I don't think I was so. at the first game, and I left in the fourth inning when it was 14-0. to zero. They still yeah, doubled up the runs. I, I remember not watching a whole lot of that series. <laughs> it was just bad. You look down at your phone. I was thirty-four to two in the fourth inning. Hmm. <laughs> Interesting. Are they going to have the run rule in effect? You know, we weekend? had a no hitter. Like we were almost. We were. Yeah. We we had 
no hits. They had one hit in the sixth inning of, of a set of seven, seven inning, inning game. game. Yep. People started talking about it. That's what First rule of a no-no, you don't talk about the no-no. Well, fans can talk about it. I feel like that's restricted yeah, to the people dugout. people tweeting about too it. Too much. So, so how far out are we from opening day, Major League? March 28th. Closing in on a month. About five weeks, yeah. Excited? Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun this year, partnering up with the Braves, that, that deal. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be fun, man. I get a lot of feedback from it. My phone's been blowing up. Yeah, a lot the, of Braves fans. A lot of Braves town. fans. Yeah, the the uh, social media interaction is is pretty insane right now. Yeah, people are you got, up. especially with me. Got Spencer down there, hometown guy, and it's uh, it's going to be fun, man. We, there's going to be a lot of fun stuff. I, I have a feeling coming coming out of the the station with this partnership. I could see. Roberto is next. What's up, Roberto? Good afternoon, gents. What's up? Boy, uh, Bear's right. COVID's pushing through. We've had two of three kiddos have it this week. It's, uh It's definitely pushing it through. I'm proud of, proud of uh, terrible take in Tennessee, terrible take Trey, trying to not be a fat ass anymore. I know that feeling. I'm proud of you, man. Uh, I literally didn't uh, recognize you, dude. What's that, Bear? I'm sorry. <laughs> Waiting after you. Like, you like, you did a really good job. You lost. You completely. You look like a different person now. Like, Thanks, I didn't man, recognize I you. It. You came to a remote, and then uh, you walked away. I was like, who the hell was that? And I was like, hey, and I was like that was Roberto. I was like, get out. But, yeah, you look good, man. <laughs> good job. Yeah, the fasting stuff does work, man. 145 pounds. I lost 145 pounds. You can do it, too. You just gotta, just gotta stay after it. He lost, uh, he but, lost Rick Butler. <laughs> <laughs> That's Rick Butler after he's eaten ten pounds of wings. Uh, but uh, yeah, that thanks Bear for saying that means a lot. But um, you know, you guys were talking baseball. I was actually at the first game of that Iona series, and do you remember? It was like, wasn't it? If I remember correctly, because it was cold, it was sleeting too, right? kind of snow and spitting snow and we just bludgeoned them i remember it being cold i don't remember the spit snow that day too i don't remember, I remember that part of it I, supposed I to be cold miserable. this weekend i remember that um but i went to but we played basketball that night too so i left and went to the basketball game so that's right um uh didn't we this just like two weeks or three weeks after that go and just bludgeon Mississippi State's eyes shut down there too. That was the twenty-one team, right? And that, we beat them twenty-eight to two that that one game. Actually, there. I think that was at the very end of that season. I thought it was. I thought it was pretty early in the year. We played. That was Ole, Ole Miss. Miss early in the year. That was Ole Miss. Yeah. I was at that game That's too. That's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. Well, those were fun times. Just beating teams' eyes shut. I'd like to get back to that. Last night was a nice uh, 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 reprieve from. Having 32 left on base the first four games. Guys, is it a good thing that Blake Burke's the worst hitter on this team? Mm. Are we mm. that good? I mean, I, I would rather Blake be the best hitter on the team and do the Blake Burke things that we've seen him do on a consistent basis. But I see what you're saying, Roberto. It's like if yeah. he, he snaps out of it. Yeah. And Not very many holes now. that need to be filled outside yeah. of 
Not really. What not. year was it where we absolutely had zero holes? The entire batting order. Twenty two. Yeah. Yeah. Twenty twenty two. Yeah. Twenty two. Twenty two. The year we didn't oh, actually yeah. go to Omaha. Uh. Yeah, where we won fifty six games and still ha- didn't have double digit losses and didn't go to Omaha. <laughs> Incredible stat if you think about it. Um. And then I guess officially Tony Vitello finally lost his hundredth game at Tennessee the other night. If I was sitting here with you guys almost eight years ago and we were talking about John Curry hiring this, you know, slick looking Italian kid from Arkansas. And I was gonna tell you that we would be into year seven before he'd lose his hundredth game and we have been to the College World Series twice and really probably should have been three or four times already. Um, because that 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 COVID year team was his best team by far. It was better than the twenty two team. How would you? Uh, have that's felt what he about always that? claimed. Would you have said I was crazy. Yeah, I don't know. I, mean, I, I just think uh, your uh, quote, "slick looking Italian young man," is uh, quite frankly more offensive than the Chinese voice I did last segment. Excuse me. I meant that. Uh, I, I, how do I say this? I meant that as as a compliment, not it's a very offensive. He's a good looking dude. Oh well, he's a hell of a salesman. Let's just put it that way, guys. I hope you guys have a good day, and uh, I can't wait to continue to talk baseball with you this year in very small segments. Take care. Thank you, Roberto. Appreciate the phone call. Thank you, Bear. Thank you, Houston. Thank you, Tucker Harlan. Thank you, Russell. Thank you, Russell. You're welcome. Thank you, Russell. As we put the finishing touches on another stellar edition, another day, another dollar, another show in the books. Be back to well, a quick week, man. Live from Parkside Kia, 3 to 6 tomorrow, right here on Fan Run Overtime. Headed your way next. The Drive. Atlanta 